Allah Azza wa Jal says in uh, Surah Al-Baqarah, very simple, شرط وجواب a condition and its clause, فَذْكُرُونِ أَذْكُرْكُمْ وَشْكُرُونِ وَلَا تَكْفُرُونَ فَذْكُرُونِ أَذْكُرْكُمْ It's such a simple and beautiful verse. فَذْكُرُونِ You do my dhikr. أَذْكُرْكُمْ I will do your dhikr. It's such a simple, this is called a conditional clause. If you do X, you will get Y. If you do X, Y will happen. فَذْكُرُونِ The fa here is the clause. If you do this, what's going to happen? أَذْكُرْكُمْ I will do that. And this is such a beautiful verse that wallahi, if this had been the only blessing of dhikr of Allah, it would have been enough for us. The dhikr of Allah, the remembrance of Allah, glorifying Allah, praising Allah, Allah has commanded us to do this in over 70 verses of the Qur'an. In different verbs, sometimes Allah Azza wa says the generic, that udhkurullaha dhikran kathira, that do dhikr of Allah. Sometimes Allah specifies that make hamd of Allah. فَلِلَّهِ الْحَمْدُ فِي الْأُولَى وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ To Allah belongs praise from the very beginning to the very end. And Allah also says to Allah belongs praise in the heavens and in the earth. So time and space is irrelevant. Wherever you are, whenever you are. To Allah belongs praise from the beginning to the end. To Allah belongs praise in the heavens and the earth. Sometimes Allah says make tasbih. وَسَبِّحُوهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَصِيلًا so Allah Azza wa Jal says, do my dhikr. Allah says, praise me. Allah says, glorify me. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that a sign of those who love Him and believe in Him is that they're always doing dhikr. Allah says in the Quran, describing the believers, the last verses of Surah Al Imran, that الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ That they're always doing dhikr of Allah. They're always remembering Allah. Whether they're standing, sitting, or lying down. No matter what state they're in, their thoughts are always on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their qalb, their lisan, their soul and their hearts is always doing the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And brothers and sisters, this is in fact a simple sign of not just Iman, even more profoundly, it is a sign of love. It is a sign of love. Wallahi, all of us know, when we are in love, we always think of our beloved. Isn't this true? When we're in love, we're always thinking of our object of love. This is the way Allah created us. How much more so when the love that we feel for Allah is not like the love that we feel for another being. It is a divine love. Our Shaykh recited in the Quran today another verse. That, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَتَّخُذْ بِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ أَنْدَادٌ يُحِبُّونَهُمْ كُحُبِّ اللَّهِ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّ that there are many who love things like they love Allah. This is in the Quran. They love things like they love Allah. There are many people who love money as much as they love Allah. There are those who love Jesus as much as they love Allah. There are those who love their idols as much as they love Allah. Then Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا but the believer is not competing between loves. The believer does not have loyalties they're fighting with. So when there's only one object that is the ultimate object of love, then their love is more passionate and more full for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the believer who loves Allah with that divine love, what will he be thinking of all the time? If a good happens to him, he will thank Allah. That's what the Prophet said. That if a good happens to the believer, immediately he thanks Allah. And if a problem happens, then 
He says, Alhamdulillah, whatever Allah has decreed is for my best. And he's patient for the sake of Allah. No matter whatever occurs, the mu'min is always thinking of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's what Aisha radiallahu anha said. That can a nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yadhkurullaha fi kulli ahyanihi. That the Prophet would always remember Allah no matter what situation he was in. No matter what situation his thoughts would be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah azza wa jal tells us in the Quran that a characteristic of the people of Jannah are that they're always remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Surah Al-Ahzab, there's a very long verse in Surah Al-Ahzab that describes the believing men, the believing women. All of it, right? The very last characteristic is what? That those men and women who do dhikr of Allah frequently, These are the people Allah has prepared for them a forgiveness and a Jannah. So, of the characteristic of the people of Jannah, of the characteristics of the true believer, is they're always doing dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal. And our Prophet Sallallahu said, simple hadith to the point, every one of us should think about it. Hadith is in Sahih Bukhari. مَثَلُ الَّذِي يَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِي لَا يَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ كَمَثَلِ الْحَيِّ وَالْمَيِّتِ The example of the one who does dhikr of Allah compared to the one who does not do dhikr is the example of the person who's alive compared to the one who's dead. And this example is so profound and I gave a khutbah about this many many months ago. This just this hadith. Just this one hadith that I explained, the beauty of this hadith, that, Allah, that the Prophet described the one who does dhikr as being alive. And he described the one who does not do dhikr as being dead. Because what is being referenced is the life of the soul and the death of the soul. And this leads us to the point that dhikrullah is the primary nourishment, is the primary, we call it taqwiyatul iman, even taqdiyatul iman, what feeds one's iman, what feeds one's soul, it is dhikrullah azza wa jal. That when you do dhikr, your ruh, your soul becomes feeling emboldened, it becomes energized. This is the energy for the ruh. This is the food for the ruh. So when you do dhikr, your soul becomes alive. And therefore the Prophet said, the example of the one who does dhikr is the example of the one who's living. And the example of the one who does not do dhikr is the example of the one who is dead. Our Prophet also explained that of the blessings of dhikr is that dhikr is something that protects the believer, is a protected fortress. In a, in a hadith in Muslim Imam Ahmed, the Prophet said that dhikr is hisnun hasin. It is a protected fortress. If dua is the weapon of the believer, then dhikr is the fortress of the believer. If dua is what you do on the offensive, then dhikr is what you do on the defensive. Dhikr is what protects you from what? from all of the problems of this world, the problems of your soul, and the problems of shaitan, the problems of the jinn, the problems of waswas. Our Prophet said that when a person does dhikr, when he says Bismillah, then he becomes blind for shaitan. Shaitan cannot see him. Our Prophet said when you make a specific dhikr, when you exit the house, it's a dhikr that we should make when we, uh, uh, when we exit the house. When you do this dhikr, shaitan cannot harm you. So when you do dhikr, then shaitan's access to you becomes much more 
protected. It becomes difficult for shaitan to break through that barrier. Dhikr also acts as a cleansing of the heart. Allah says in the Quran, That the people's hearts become rusted. Our hearts become hard. And we all notice this. We become hard. We cannot have khushur. So somebody asked the Prophet How do we cleanse the heart? How do we purify the heart? The Prophet said that two things will purify the heart. Dhikrullah and thinking of death. Two things cleanse the heart. You want to polish the heart? Give it a nice shine? How do you do that? Dhikrullah and thinking of death. Our Prophet told us that uh, one of the blessings of dhikr, our Prophet told us that whoever says La ilaha illallah at the very end of his life, this person will enter Jannah. And our scholars comment that the main way to guarantee saying this dhikr at the time of death is to make a habit of it at the time of life. When you see the angel of death, and in, for your whole life you have been saying, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, then Allah will bless you. That when you see the angel of death, the first thing to come to your lips will be, La ilaha illallah. And Allah mentions this in the Quran, That Allah will make Thabit will make the, the, the firm word, he will bless the believer with it. The scholars make the tafsir, they say, That Allah will tell the person at the time of his death, when he sees the angel, Allah will tell him, say la ilaha illallah. And this is the meaning of yuthabbitullah. That Allah will affirm for the believer to say the kalima at the time of death. This verse also, فَذْكُرُونِ adkurkum, gives us one of the most blessing, blessed uh, benefits of dhikr. When we remember Allah, Allah remembers us. What does it mean, Allah remembers us? It means... Allah knows everybody equally, correct? Allah's knowledge of anybody will not be more or less. However, Allah's dhikr means Allah's care, Allah's rahmah, Allah's answering our dua. Allah knows everybody equally. But Allah Azza wa Jal cares for the believers and has rahmah for the believers. So, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرْكُمْ You do my dhikr, I will remember you when you need me. I will remember you when you call out to me. And our Prophet said that never do a group of people come together in one of the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remembering Allah, reciting the Quran. And we pray that this gathering is exactly one of those gatherings, except that what happens? That the angels surround them, Sakina envelops them. And most importantly, as they remembered Allah on this earth, Allah will remember them with those who are around Him, i.e. the noble angels. Those people who remember Allah, Allah will mention their names. You do my dhikr, I will do your dhikr. And the closer a servant is to Allah, the more that Allah will remember him. And the famous hadith of uh, Ubay ibn Ka'b, that the Prophet said to Ubay, that, O oh, Ubay, Allah has asked me to ask you to recite Quran to me. The Prophet is telling Ubay that Allah has told me to ask you to recite Quran to me. So Ubay said, Ya Rasulullah, Awa aqra'u alayka wa fika unzil. That I am expected to recite to you and Allah has sent the Quran to you. And so the Prophet said, But Allah has told me. And Ubay said, My Lord has mentioned my name, Ya Rasulullah. 
And the Prophet said, yes. And he began to cry. My Lord has mentioned my name. Why did Allah mention his name? Because he was of those who's always remembering Allah always reading the dhikr. The Quran is called dhikr by the way, right? That one of the names of the Quran is dhikr. And Ubay was known for being one of the top memorizers and hufad of the Quran. One of the most proficient reciters of the Quran. And so when he was of those who recited the Quran night and day, Allah mentioned him from above the seven heavens. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the Prophet that tell Ubay to recite to you. This is Fadkuruni Adhkurkum. Have you ever wished that there was a Muslim version of YouTube or Netflix? Well, we have created one. The One Islam TV app has no adverts and is safe to browse for your peace of mind. Watch hundreds of high-quality produced Islamic reminders, Quran videos, stories of the prophets, hot topic, debates, and so much more. Four to eight new videos are uploaded daily, inshallah. You can watch or listen to videos while your device is switched off. Watch videos on demand or download videos and watch offline. One Islam TV is 100% run and owned by Muslims, which means the small amount you pay for your subscription is a sadaqa jariya, continuous charity for you, as we use the funds raised to continue producing more beneficial videos and reminders, inshallah. The One Islam TV app is now available on Apple devices, Apple TV, Android devices, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku. So you can watch on most devices and smart TVs. Download now for a free 7-day trial. May Allah reward you for supporting our work.